one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I run the show. Why do I run the show? Because I know the most about sports, so I give you the sports facts, sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Hey, I'm Eddie. I uh, pretty much don't run the show. And uh, why don't I run the show? Because I don't really care to run the show. And I really don't know much about sports, but I do like watching sports, and I'm very opinionated about what I believe. What's up, you guys? I'm Ray, and when I tell you to lock it up, you lock it the hell up. I said Michigan, Michigan State. I know that rivalry like nobody else. Always go blue. I bleed green, yes, but go blue, and I locked it up. Woo! Yeah, you did lock it up with Michigan minus seven. What a weekend. Ho, ho, ho. All right, we start off the show with a game we call What What You you Rather. What You Rather. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Are you not paying I, attention? I, I what are you what, doing over there? I forgot what show we were on. I mean, dude, he was just about to say Gmail. Like, get off your email. We play no. the game Outlook Express email. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Eddie, want a parlay? I was going to pull up my parlay. Okay. I mean, <laughs> if you really want to know what I was looking we up. We were going to talk about it well, I know, later. But I was trying to pull it up while we're doing the Fine, we won't prepared. play the game. We'll talk about how Eddie lost a lot of par- parlays, but he did hit one. Okay, this is called Eddie Wins a Parlay. Yeah, let's talk about it. My so you, very, very first parlay how many, ever how in many my teams? Life. How many teams in the parlay? Seven-game parlay. Well, to be fair, he's, he tried the 12-gamer. A $1 12-gamer for $3,400. And you lost that. So you tried another 12-gamer, lost that. And then you put in a couple smaller ones because you were like, man, these 12-gamers are really hard. And you hit a 7-gamer for how much? $3 entry. Or maybe it's 2 Let me see. That's what I was pulling up. Ah, $2 entry. Do you entry. not know your own parlays? Hey, this is unbelievable. Listen, when you do 11 parlays on one Sunday, you forget. Dude, I can't believe you hit a 17 parlay. Seven, that is awesome. 7-game parlay with $2 at risk, and I win 179 bucks. There you go. The only problem is he hasn't been able to cash out yet. Apparently, it's a new account. It takes a couple weeks. Don't panic. Yeah. I don't think so, because you said don't panic. I panicked, and last night I kept researching. I'm like, what is going wrong? Why can't I withdraw this money? Not that I wanted to withdraw it yet, but I mean, I want the freedom to no, know. You want that money. The first time you take a $20 that's from an offshore betting site, and you spend it at the gas station is the greatest feeling ever. So you're saying, I want to take it. I right. Want, the I want reason you can't take it is because that $50 that they give you for the bonus sign-up, you have to spend that first before you can take money out. That's what it says, but it says you can cancel the bonus and get rid of it. But any of the winnings you've made while you've had that bonus will be omitted. And that'll probably take all your winnings. And I'm like, exactly. I'm like, why would I want? That's crazy that they would do that. Well, you need I to call forfeit. them and negotiate. Call this is them. the art Coach, of the deal. They're in like Bangladesh. I call them. You do? They, dude. That's how I got there. I ask for odds they won't post certain stuff sometimes they pull down the heisman odds sometimes they pull down randomly i like dancing with the star odds sometimes they pull them down i call them and i'm like hey get those odds the hell back up i'm gonna bet it like please put them back up you can control them a little bit yeah I'll, but why would you withdraw just spend that 50 dollars that they give you as a bonus that way you get your money i'll let you guys look at it because it looks like they want me to spend more than the 50 bucks they may want me to spend what i've met because the mo- bonus was a match Whatever I deposited, they would match it, and that would be my bonus. Right, and so you so have, I'm to thinking spend... I have to spend the hundred dollars. Right, whole. Correct. So, so here's what you do: you put a hundred dollars on a lock, an Alabama versus whoever, and that just counts as a rollover. That's one win. Maybe you'll win ten dollars. You put a hundred down to win ten because they probably play somebody crappy next. So, so that's what it is. You do it on a couple locks where you get that rollover, and there's no risk. But I think the the catch is it's their casino games, not their sport betting games. 
So, they, so, so you won. I have to play this internet is how, blackjack. No, you don't. 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 Okay, I'll let you guys look at it, but that's no, what I, I read last night. Yeah. Every gambling site I've ever been a part of, you've never, you can, as long as you spend that money that they, you have to bet that money. And if you win, then you can keep it, but you have to bet that $50 bonus. Here's but, the catch. Eddie won a parlay, but he's got to go play internet blackjack for an hour. He's he has no keep idea. All the money. No, he, coach, I'm serious. That's what it says. <laughs> I read it last night. So maybe the $50 bonus was casino bonus. It is a casino bonus. Oh, well then there you go. That's but but my thing is, I won my parlay on my money. I hadn't touched the bonus money. So you can okay. So you can cancel the bonus money, and they'll just take that fifty. I'd out. rather do that. Then do that. Screw that fifty. Yeah. You no, want no, your but winnings. they're going to take his winnings. No, they're not. No, they're not. He just said because I think they gave him a fifty dollars bonus in casino money. Correct. Cancel that. You'll keep your winnings. No. Okay. Why? It's a fifty dollars bonus. Just spend it. It's free money. Because if he starts getting a little crazy, he's going to lose his parlay. No. <laughs> just set a limit of fifty dollars like, and do a play. Here's what separates oh uh, amazing gamblers and amateur horrible gamblers. The thing that separates them is control. And if you get Eddie in there with the casino money, there's going to be no control. I have no, no self-control. You just play one hand of blackjack for that $50 bonus. You win it, you win. You lose, you lose. And then you move on with your winnings and cash out if you want or bet on sports. But you can just place one bet with that $50. Okay. Y'all are, you guys are making it way too complicated. If you can step away... Then you're a bigger man than most people in Vegas. He can't really step away. Because play the hand right here. Yeah. And then do you step guys away. want to play the hand right now? Yeah, play it. Fifty dollars. <laughs> well, here's what's funny. Look, I wouldn't do blackjack. Do something. There's a can... roulette. I can just oh do. Oh my a... god. Hey, what I find so funny is <laughs> you say, "Can he quit?" He can't quit. He played. Uh, how many parlays this weekend did you play? I played a total of probably eleven. But he's a doing it perfect. I love the $2. No, 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 but I love I'm the just $1. laughing because yeah, I, I risked 20 bucks. Getting into it, he was like, I'm going to do one 12 game parlay. And then the next thing I know, this was just NFL games. I get a text Saturday night. Oh my gosh, stupid Utah. Why'd they go over it? I'm like, what are you talking about? I almost, goes, I almost I had, had another. Parlay. I had a six game parlay, blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then Sunday, <laughs> he loses the 12 game parlay on the uh, Chargers not covering the six and a half or seven, whatever number he got it at. And he immediately opens up and starts and does six more parlays. And then those one hits and the rest lose. So he does parlays with the night game and I don't know what else. Yeah, but one dollar parlay. But let's not lose focus. He's still up hundreds. That not, is amazing. Not hundreds. Yeah, a couple hundred. hundred. I thought you won like 180 or 200. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah, he's he, up. So 180. with the bonus money, I'm up hundreds. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I've been watching sports all wrong. This is how you do it. Like, Saturday morning, I wake up and I'm like, well, there's, you know, six games going on right at 11. Let me see if I can parlay those. I'm watching all six games. I'm like, life is great. It's just me and my boys home because my wife went out of town. And we're like, boys, dude's weekend. Come on, let's put some sausages on the grill. We're watching college football. And the and Dad, why are you so much into this Utah game? Uh, that that was one one down downside of of gambling. It does put me in a bad mood, especially when there's one game that ruins your six game parlay. It ruined my day. I'd be yelling at the kids like, "Come on, let's go, let's get out of here. We're late. We're late. Let's get in the car, everyone." So, what do you think about the twelve game parlays? I think it's possible for it's sure. Impossible. No, it's not. How, impossible. how did you do on your twelve game parlay? Pretty bad. I mean, I lost five out of eleven. 11. <laughs> I mean, five out of five hundred. You know, I mean, it's, it's, so the it's, crazy thing is, you bet all those games individually, you actually would have won. You would have won money, not necessarily. Well, uh, with the juice, yeah, with the juice, yeah. not necessarily. It that's a, been, it'd have been a split, right? That's what I'm saying. Like you hit the seven gamer, and you're like feeling good about yourself, but you did a twelve gamer, you lost 
almost, I mean, if he loses tonight, he loses half of them. It's so hard. That's why you hit a five-gamer, be happy with a five-gamer. Twelve-gamer, I understand you want the thousands of dollars, but that happens once in a blue moon. But anyway, did you watch the fight Saturday night? What fight? Basketball. Yes. No, I went to bed after the first quarter, but I loved that first quarter. Was it was it Saturday night or Friday? Yeah, it was Saturday, Saturday night. night, dude. The game started at nine thirty. I don't night. remember what night it was. Saturday. I just remember watching it. You didn't see the fight. I saw all the highlights. Oh I didn't my watch goodness! It, Coach, it was awesome. It was great. Did LeBron get into a fight? No, LeBron obviously was holding a guy from the other team and not even involved in the fight. <laughs> no, you at all. watched the fight? <laughs> no, I didn't. Whoa, 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 whoa! How, you come to the sports show on a Monday morning and you didn't watch the biggest NBA fight since the Malice at the Palace? No, man. I was betting on college. I was watching uh, San Diego State and uh, uh, San so you, Jose State. You honestly have not even I was seen... trying to get a four-game parlay on, on that one. You honestly have not even seen the video of the fight. No. What it's, happened? It's pretty awesome. There's punches thrown. So there's dudes spitting the, at each other. Laker, I'm going to have to Google uh, this. I, the Lakers are playing the Rockets, and it's getting chippy, getting chippy back and forth. Uh... Chris Paul and Rondo, uh, apparently they don't like each other. They've never liked each other. They have a history. They have a history of not liking each other. I might go back to the 90s. And there was a couple plays where it looked like Chris Paul just runs over Rondo on his way to the hoop. And no foul called and talking trash. And then Brandon Ingram shoves James Harden on one play. And everybody comes together. They start talking. All of a sudden, the camera is focused on Brandon Ingram, and it pans back. And Rondo and Chris Paul are throwing haymakers at each other. It is awesome. And so what it basically boiled down to is Chris Paul said that Rondo spit at him. He did. Well, I'm just saying what. And so Chris Paul pokes Rondo in the eye. Oh, right in the eyeball. Right in the eyeball. So then Rondo goes so, for the punch, kind of gets blocked. Hit it. it looked no, like one landed Rondo, in the face. his left hand popped Chris Paul right in the freaking eye. I mean, he nailed him because Chris Paul thought, oh, Rondo's not going to do nothing. But Rondo was down, and he hit him, and then Chris Paul hit him with a couple uppercuts. Then comes oh. Ingram, dude. Mm, I wouldn't say it's a solid punch. Oh, you, you, I'd you're give not, him half a point on that one. No, you're not, you don't see the good angle. He nailed him right in the eye. Is right in the angle? eye. No, because you can't see it. Boom, the, right the, there. the ref. Coach, you, and this isn't like Pacquiao Mayweather. Yeah, this I, is I, basketball I, players. Well, no, if I'm scoring Letterman card right now, I mean, I would probably give him a nine on that. I mean, one. dude, what did you think? You were going to see some professional well, punch? A nine is pretty good. No, Eddie. they're only nines and tens, remember? No. Oh, my goodness. I And so. What I the, what I took about I, I love that actual punches were landed because usually in the NBA it's a lot of talk 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 hold me back hold me back and they don't do anything. I mean they popped each other. It was a great fight. It was a good fight. Chris Paul with a couple uppercuts. Brandon Ingram, you idiot! Like the fight's already broken up and he, and he flies in he there and throws a in punch. There and throws a right and a left trying to hit people. I'm like. Brandon, if you're going to fight, fight from the beginning. Don't wait till everything's broken up and then come <laughs> flying from midcourt to start fighting. And he got suspended four games. And so you can see Chris Paul after the whole thing saying he spit, he spit, he spit. I still, watching the video, do not believe Rondo spit like on purpose on him like he was spitting. Oh, it was just like him talking while he was, was spitting yes, while he was talking. Right. That's what I felt like. And so... Because if some guy spits on you, on your face, like on purpose, you're not going to, oh, and point and poke him in the eye. The first thing you're going to do is punch him. Right? Yeah. So, I Chris Paul, I think, is a dirty player anyway. So, for him to be like, oh, like, <laughs> and then it was a good fight. But my problem with the whole fight is LeBron. 
LeBron showed no loyalty to his teammates on the Lakers. Yeah, and he's the one that's saying if you if a brother falls down, you pick him up. He showed <laughs> no loyalty. He, he's new to the team. They're, they're trying to come together. And the whole time, he broke up the fight by pulling Chris Paul away. And then he walks around the court just hugging on Chris Paul, talking to Chris Paul. If I'm a Laker teammate, I'm like, hey, LeBron, you're on our team. You don't need to be over there consoling and calming down Chris Paul. You broke up the fight. Then walk away from him and come over here and support your teammates. I'd like to retract my statement. I saw a better angle, and uh, yeah, Rondo landed a good one. Thank you. A wow. good one. I mean, I'm glad you finally watched the biggest thing that happened in sports this weekend. I've watched once that highlight again. like five times The biggest already. thing that happened in sports in my life is I want a six-game no, parlay. But see, what you're saying. Seven. Seven-game parlay. Oh Thank you. Ow! <laughs> this is... Do you understand my frustration? Like this is the biggest thing, and you had you you are just now watching it live on the podcast, and so you have no idea what to say. You have no opinion on it. Yeah, I have an opinion. I love that James isn't. I love that James is a human. LeBron James is a human in this aspect. It's not about colors and teams. He's like, boys, separate yourselves. Paul, I know we're right now we're we're, we're playing each other, and I get it. I get it. But dude. Settle down. Dude, Let's play ball. I'm telling Let's you, LeBron. LeBron has been to so many different teams in the last couple of years. He, he forgot the know. team he was on, dude. <laughs> he probably he was, thinks he's with the Rockets. Dude, he's like, all right, right who's on my team? Who's on my team? Rondo. Okay, I got him. Ingram. He's on my team. Who's the other guy? Dude, he was trying to recollect who's on his team. Coach. Lunchbox. I know you always say like, and then back your team up. No matter who your team is, if you're on that team, you back got to back up your boys. I love that LeBron James is being human right now. He doesn't care about the colors or the team. He's just. Helping the situation out, diffusing the situation so they can do what they're getting there, getting paid to do, play ball. No, he diffused the situation. Fine, he broke it up. He pulled Chris Paul back. But once he did that, he needed to go over to his teammates and be with his teammates. Instead of walking all the way around, he walks all the way to midcourt with Chris Paul, stands there and talks with Chris Paul, hugging Chris Paul. No, your Chris Paul just went at your teammate, threw punches at your teammate, and it shows your teammate, hey, I actually have Chris Paul's back. I'm going to try to make sure Chris Paul's okay instead of coming over and seeing if Rajon Rondo's okay. Well, maybe Even, Rondo's a maybe Rondo's just a maybe don't like Rondo. Maybe he's but like, he's on his team. I don't care. What if Rondo's a big like piece of crap. No, Chris Paul's a piece of crap. I, I agree with Dude, that. Let's statement. be real. All the Lakers probably are rich and they have mansions in the hills and they're all just little babies and they're childish and he doesn't really like them and they're not really friends. They probably the team, all hate each they other. They probably all hate each other. So a fight breaks out and LeBron just grabs the guy that's kind right. of throwing punches. He's kind of my friend. so. I'll... But they, they, we did have that Instagram video where LeBron said, I'll pick up your brother. If a brother falls to the ground, you don't get up. I will pick you up. So that's LeBron doing that. But in the heat of the moment, they all really don't like each other. It's fine if you don't like each other, but as a team you have to be a team. You have to have each other's back. In a hey. football locker room, not everybody likes each other, but they're going to battle for yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you. But wait till they go 0-5. LeBron's going to start saying, <laughs> man, like I said, these guys fighting. I, I wasn't part of that fight. Uh, like, dude, he's going to start distancing himself from think, these guys. If you're on a team and you guys get in a fight with the other team and it's your star players over there just hanging out with the other team, what are you thinking? You're like, man, what is this? Yeah. You, in, in but it never head. goes down in a war. I mean, it's not like it's a war. It's not like one. No, team. this is a. War. I know. This but, was. Um, have yeah. you ever watched any kind of fight? I guarantee you, Malice at the Palace. There were Pacers and Pistons holding each other, like on each other's side, holding each other back. It wasn't just completely divided, like well, World you, War Two. You, you understand the Malice at the Palace? They weren't fighting each other. And the fans. They, they were fighting everybody the fans. involved. They, they weren't fighting the Pistons. The refs, oh, the Pistons, it, and it Pacers. Was players versus fans. Yeah, yes, it wasn't. The I guess, but I guarantee there, there was a Pacer holding a Piston. There was a Piston holding a Pacer. There were guys giving daps. It's never just. 
just a line drawn in the sand. And lunchbox. Fight, fight. Right, you're saying they were in Malice of the Palace, there were no basketball players holding fans back or settling the fans down. They were holding each other back. They were helping each other because they were on the same team, players versus fans. What are you talking? I'm talking about two basketball teams. Who ca- the, the the Pacers weren't worried about, or the weren't worried. The Pistons weren't worried about what the Pacers were doing. They weren't. They weren't involved in any way. Yeah. It was all the Pacers. Oh, so the Pistons were just out of the way. Yeah, the Pistons were out of the way. That's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. In an instant, it's tough to draw the line and know who's on your team, dude. I'm telling you, look at no, baseball. No, it's not. Look they at baseball wear jerseys. Hey, you, you understand? Hey. It's not hard. Find a baseball <laughs> brawl where it's exactly a line drawn. I guarantee you there's two guys doing like what LeBron did where they're holding each other. Especially, saying, hey, I got you back, man. You good? You good? Like, there's never a line drawn where it's what this, this team versus that, that team. That is what I'm saying. I understand LeBron pulling Chris Paul away. But then he should have been with And then he should have just absolutely walked away. Because he walks over all the way to midcourt and is standing there with him and like Carmelo and they're just talking and he's got his arm around Paul. No. Yeah, that's weird. No, that. no, no. Go to your teammates, LeBron. Come on. He just you. got there. What he's, if he just doesn't even know them? Like, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. He just got there so you got to show, hey, I got your back. Like I broke up the fight. Now I'm going to come over with you and we're going to we're going to try to win this game. Instead, I see him over there. Hey man, Chris, are you okay, Chris? You okay, Chris? Like, no. Screw Chris. You're on the other team. You fought my teammate. You're out. That's it. He doesn't have to punch him. What's your point? Like, wh- why are you encouraging that so much? Like, for what? To have your teammates back? Yeah. yeah. So they know that you they can count on you. That's how you build. Like, not just by, like, passing and, and shooting. No. And not, not, not just that way. Just No. Always have their back. Always. Always have their back. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if one of the dude's cars break down, like LeBron, and my car broke down, dude, could you come pick me up? I'm on my way. I got your back. You're yeah. my teammate. Yeah, but, but you don't but, have to do that Chris... anymore now because you have Uber and Lyft. And State Farm. Chris Paul is part of it. Correct. Damn, I forgot about that. Yep. Okay. I was just wondering. I don't know. You're really passionate about this. Yes, and... I'm really passionate about having your teammates back. I'm not saying he has to punch Chris Paul. I'm not saying that. But he doesn't need to. Once the fight is over, he is the only Laker over at midcourt hanging out with the Rockets. Like, why are you hanging out with the Rockets? You're on the Lakers. The fight is over. Let the refs situ- you know, get it together. You go hang out by your Lakers bench and with your teammates and be like, hey, all right, let's go. we got to go out and win this game. Instead, they're over there you know, trying to figure it out, and he's standing over there saying, hey, Chris, man, what are you doing, man? Like, I understand they're friends. I think, honestly, I think LeBron had a front row seat to the punch and saw how bad of a punch it was and was like, oh, shoot, like, Chris Paul just got nailed. Like, I should probably, like, help this dude out. Why? Why do you need— He's because not he's on a, your hold team. On, hold on, give me a second. He's a human. Like, like it, I really think this says a lot about LeBron. He's it's weak. A, yeah, he's a, weak. No, no, no. It's a human reaction to help out people. Like, dude, you just got nailed in the face. Are you good? Like, you all right? Like, just settle down. Everything's going to be cool. I, I mean, Rondo didn't—nothing happened to Rondo except he got poked in the eye. Like— you know, no, he I, got uppercutted twice. Did he? Yeah. I didn't see that. Hey, Ray, I got a question. Mm-hmm. If you're at the bar— and you get in a fight with some dude. And then Eddie goes over and buys the guy a drink. How are you going to feel? Not good, dude. I hear you, though. You need to be more of a friend, dude. <laughs> okay, dude. But I'll yeah, do that. Dude, I mean, that's the thing. Basketball. you got to realize, he knew the TV can't. This isn't at the playground. At the playground, the lines are drawn. This is LeBron not trying to get suspended, trying to maybe make it so that his guys don't get exp- suspended as much. This is LeBron just, uh, and he's just trying to realize with this new, like, at the schoolyard, he doesn't know if he loves these guys or not yet. I think he's like, man, am I for sure on this team, dude? I don't even know what's up with this team right now. And then he's like, Chris Paul, he's like, 
dude, I'm sorry my guys tried swinging at you, man. I, I, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have picked these guys, man. I should have came with you guys in Houston, dude. And Chris Paul's like, yeah, man, you should have came to Houston, dude. We'd have been a lot better, dude. But anyways, hey, speaking of NBA, have you guys seen the Pelicans? Have you watched Pelicans They're basketball? They're really good. They put up 180 a game. They're really good. <sighs> I don't know if teams are going to be able to keep up with them, dude. Well, I thought the Warriors were unbeatable. Warriors have been getting uh, beat all uh -oh. of a sudden. They got beat, Why they got the beat Splash, by the Nuggets. The Splash Brothers don't splash anymore. Oh, they lost one game. One game. I know, but they won. didn't they break the 72-10 and 10 record? Yes. I mean... <laughs> But they're not gonna. It's not they gonna be. A, they beat that two years ago. I know, but it's not gonna be one of those seasons right. again. You can't, I mean, look at the Rockets. They're one and two. I mean, I think they won. They lost fifteen games all last year. What have we learned? Don't bet the NBA. You have no idea who's. You gonna have win. no idea. <laughs> and you got you got Spurs at Lakers tonight. Ooh, yeah. I mean, uh -oh. Lakers. Hey, you know, I'm going Spurs on that one. Lakers, Lakers going be 0 and three. Zero and three. Jeez. So Eddie, you watched it. You watched the end of it. I did watch it. I and like and it. you like the way LeBron walked yeah. into midcourt and had I, his arm around him. He was like, "Hey, bud, I got your back." Yeah, it says a lot about it. Yeah, he says what he's kind of weak. He is. He's weak. I like it. Sports, sports aside, like whatever. This is just a freaking game. Like that was a bro. I mean, I, th I really do. I think it says a lot about him. I like it. Yeah, I, like I, it. I couldn't believe it though when I woke up on Sunday morning, turned on Sports Center, and I was like, "Oh, we'll see who won the game." Oh, won the game? Who won the fight? <laughs> I was like, "What the heck? How did that happen?" Yeah, I mean, and then you have a sports podcast, and you watch the video, right, dude? Exactly, over and over and over again. All the times I've watched Sports Center and highlights on Instagram and stuff, and I have seen the fight so many times, and you didn't see it once. Blows me away, Eddie. No, I never. I didn't. I don't watch Sports Center. I watch games and stuff. I just you have the channel, right? Do you have? Do, do you ever go to Twitter or anything? <laughs> Yeah, I, and dude, you didn't see any chatter about I it. I followed a good Instagram account last night. It was uh, called uh, Movies. Let me see what it was. It, oh my gosh, no! Oh, <laughs> what is it? It's it's like uh, this hey. is how prepared Eddie is. Uh, I'm gonna pull up my parlay, my six uh, game. Oh, it was uh, three dollars, two dollars, uh, two dollars. I don't even know how many teams I had. And then I I got an Instagram account. I followed. Uh, and, and you know, as a better, you know. When you bet a lot, the direct sign of that is when you don't know your parlays. You don't know the, the what exactly went on. The teams oh, that won, I, the teams that lost, how you won it, the amount of money you won. When you don't know that stuff, that means you're betting too much. Your bets throughout the weekend, you should have a two bet. A, something so simple you can remember it on Monday morning. If you can't remember it on Monday morning, you're betting way too many games, way too much. It's a problem. Call that number. I'll also, Eddie, when he was doing his parlay... He had so many different parlays out there. Either whatever team won, no matter what, on one of those parlays, he was getting a team right. <laughs> and so he was like, "Oh, wait. Well, I got that one. Well, yeah, of course you had that team cuz like one parlay he had Buffalo, the other parlay he had Indy. One buff one he had uh Love the it. Buccaneers. And so he was like, "Oh, but I'm talking about the big one." But then he hit the seven gamer, which was awesome. Here, here's what I yeah, because that's how you hit well, it. Well, I want to analysis, do an analysis of your you as a better now that you're on the website, you're on the sports betting website. I love how you have luck. You really do have luck on your side. Beginner's luck right now, which is a great thing. It's, so, so your luck. It's luck. not luck. No, no, no. Your beginner's luck. It is luck. luck. So, no, what not. I'm seeing is what you're saying. <laughs> Eddie, why out, did you pick those teams? Uh, I picked. This is this is what I told Lunchbox yesterday. I picked about five of those teams. I had really strong feelings that they were going to cover, and I picked them. The other two, or maybe even three, four, whatever. That it's like. I don't know. I really don't know. It's probably going to be close, so I'm just going to go the plus. Just give me the points because I feel like the points always just help. If Even if it's a close game, whatever, just random, give me the points. The points, I feel like that the plus team wins more than the minus team because most people don't ever expect that to happen. Do you know how many times yesterday I heard commentators go, 
No one expects to see this happen. Exactly. No one expects to see this happen. That's how you win bets, people. And that's how you become an, um, an opposite so, better. So which ones did you know, like you felt like were right? Like on your. Let me pull up my thing. Minnesota, that was my lock. So obviously okay. Minnesota, New England, uh, which was a tougher but game New, than I thought. New England came at the last second, right? Yeah, it was a tougher game than I thought. And a freaking Hail Mary. No one expects to see that. Caught on the one-yard line. Dude. Oh. No one expects to see that. If Houston, you, I knew Houston would rock. Um, and then, Cowboys hit and it then, off the upright. How would that affect you? Not at all? You didn't bet it? I didn't bet it. Okay. I, I, I mean, Washington and Dallas? Well, yeah. Hell no, I'm not betting that. All right. Um, if you are a fan, avoid the team you're a fan so for. So there was three. That was pretty much it. And then you were really solid on the, on the Lions. And so I was like, all right, he really believes in the Lions, so I'll take that one. And the other two, I mean, which is Carolina, I was like, I don't know. I which mean, should, I mean, what did the, the that, Eagles. That's, that's a game where the no Eagles one are up 17 to, to nothing in the fourth quarter, and they lose 21 17. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's like, Super Bowl ain't coming back to Philly. And then you look at Tampa Bay and Cleveland, and you're like, well, Cleveland's terrible. Tampa Bay, J- Jameis Winston's on a roll. Like, it's going to be easily Tampa Bay. And I'm like, let me just pick that one off game. Pick that one-off game where I'm going to hear the, no one expect to see this happen, and let's just see what happens. Because on all my other parlays, it was Tampa Bay. As a better, I like your Right, swag. that's what I'm saying. Like, so so <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not luck. It's just strategy. Like, I picked Tampa Bay on all of those. Let me just do an off just in case Dude, Cleveland serious. does pull it off. And Tampa Bay wins the game, but, but Cleveland covers the spread by one point. Coach, I like, how, I like how you're flexible. I like how you think both sides of it. I love your beginner's luck. Right now, people out there, listen to Eddie's picks. I love what you have going for you. <laughs> Coach, and you hit a 17 parlay. You, my friend, are hot. All right. Dude, that is so, awesome. So mo- hey, moving on, though. You know who's not hot? Ray. Ohio State. Oh. Yeah. Couldn't have happened to a better coach. Some I dude, love it. Some dude hit me up on Instagram. He's like, hey, man, give me a call. I'll talk about the Purdue game. And Purdue beat Ohio State. It's so crazy. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll hit this guy up. He was at the game. He goes, no, I wasn't at the game. I just watched it on TV. Okay. Why would we go to somebody that didn't go to the game and tell us about that environment? He wants it, us to call him? Yeah, but it, he didn't even. He watched it on a television just like all the rest of us did. Do you have his number? I do have his number. Yeah, call him. I don't know if I, I, I didn't. I love the fact that Ohio State lost. I love. Dude, they didn't they, just they, they, lose. They got dominated. Dude, that game was over in the third quarter. It was awesome. No Urban, one expected to see that happen. Tonight. Urban ah! Meyer, it couldn't have happened to a better coach, man. I know you've been, you cost your team the season. Your distractions, it's your fault. You guys have been playing terrible for the last three games, and it finally caught up to you. Yeah, I love it. Bye bye, national title hopes, Ohio State. Urban Meyer, I hope you sleep better at night now. I hope you still hate yourself because of what you did to those kids. Boy, oh boy. And he should have been fired. And it's just karma coming back to get him. I love it. Do we want to call Brandon? Yeah, call Brandon. Are you really calling this dude? Why not? Eddie's telling me to. Why not? I mean, what do you have to say about Purdue? I don't care. Exactly. Let's see what Brandon has to say. How does he know? Does he go to Purdue? He watched the game. So, on TV. Well, I watched the game too. I'm just glad they, and I'm. That's what I'm saying. The only analysis we, we don't need to break it down play by play. We just need to celebrate Urban Meyer getting his butt kicked yeah, once but he, again. But here on the podcast, we care about our listeners. I want to hear what Brand. Oh We're my sorry, god. Your call cannot be completed. Please check the number and dial again. Hey Ray, check the number and dial again. I guess he I gave mean, me a bad number. That's okay. He's out. 
Good try. We tried to call Brandon. All right. There's there's proof it's we tried all, to call. That's all, hey. that's all we can do. Maybe are we, we get call, call are we calling Pitts? Yeah, we're yeah. gonna call Pitts well, in a minute. Give me his number. Let's well, do it. Right hold, now. Can oh. we talk about we gotta talk about You our, already talked about um Urban Meyer. You already went off and said he's terrible and, and hope he sleeps well. Yeah, and he looked so sad on the sideline, just getting killed, man. They were done in the third, dude. You didn't even have to watch the fourth quarter on that game. It was great. They were behind by so much. Yeah, Alabama just rolled again. I they, mean, they dude. did. Tennessee, I got to give them props for scoring some touchdowns. Me and my girl both said, is Tennessee even going to get a touchdown? Props. They got like When did t- those touchdowns come in? Because I, I didn't Later, see the first But before first Al- Alabama had a quick 28 before. It was 28 <laughs> to right nothing away. with like three minutes to go in the first quarter. <laughs> the I, announcers I, were like, I have never seen 28 points scored this quickly. <laughs> like, oh, and another thing going back to Purdue, I loved it. They were chanting, bring on, bring Alabama, bring on Alabama, bring on Alabama. <laughs> it's great. They were. And, yes. and storming the field, that's an instance when you storm the yeah, field. Duh. I love Purdue storming the field. I mean, they are unranked playing the quote-unquote number two team in the country. Storm the field. Take it out and let Urban Meyer run by you to the locker room and feel like such a jerk. Yes, I love Purdue, and Alabama is unbeatable. Is that a thing in college sports to let the other team run in front of you like while you're all trying to get back it, to the tunnel? It's always an awkward thing they said with the <laughs> yeah, tunnel because when their guys stupid. they cross. <laughs> yes. If if it's time it's a timing thing, so for sure, and their teams are so big, dude. Imagine it. There's gonna be guys yeah. always running across. And from all each those other. coaches try to act like bouncers, like back it up, back it up. Exactly. Be cool. Everybody be cool. Let them go by. Like it's such a it's such a thing, isn't it? Oh, for sure, dude. There's always that. And did you see Michigan, Michigan State? Yeah, that's the, kind of the one I was they referring do, to. Michigan State does this dumbass thing where they walk the whole field arm in arm, and then there's Michigan players, so they run over the Michigan players. <laughs> it's like Red Rover. And then it starts like so a little then, fight. And this yeah. starts a fight, and then the dude goes to the logo, the Michigan State logo, it. and starts oh, stomping on it. So then the field crew had to go over there and repaint the uh, Michigan State Spartan helmet. Because there's a big old hole and it looked terrible. And they're like, oh, we're going live on TV right now. we got to get this thing repainted. Yeah, what was – I don't understand Michigan State. Like, when you do that, what do you expect to happen? Exactly. Like, like if, when you walk and you're trying to just go through the, the other players – Dude, it's Red Rover, but they shouldn't be allowed to do it's that. It's Red Rover, but they're bulldozing over the yeah, opposite team. Yeah, of course team. the other team's going to be on the field. They're getting ready for the game that's being played on that field. Harbaugh called it Bush League. Yes. You know what I mean? And then the guy goes – what about stomping on the logo? I love it. It's I love Bush getting League. fired up. I oh, love yeah. it. But yeah, but the poor grounds crew though, man, they got to go back out with the spray paint can. The ground, hey, grounds crew was chilling in the clubhouse. They're like, he did what? <laughs> they already got the beer open. Like, dude, what a day, man. No, no, no man, not beer. Cr- they can't drink on the job. Oh. But you know, they're like, all right, man. Oh, we're all ready for this rivalry. Hey, turn it on, man. Let's watch it. Hey, will you hand me my lunch over there? Hey, did you hear? What'd some- you get for lunch? What did Sally pack you? Bologna. Yeah, she did me a sandwich. She got a bologna back there. Yeah. Oh, did- what? What is-, what is he doing? What is that guy doing in the field? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna need you guys back at it. <laughs> And they got to go out with a wheelbarrow and the shovel. Uh, yeah, apparently some guy tore up the helmet, red, uh, white paint we need, and the very center. And make sure you get the bucket and the brush. We're going to need your divot repair tool and uh, spray paint. Uh, spray paint can, uh, can, thank you. Just saw it on TV. Apparently with his cleat, he was tearing up the helmet back and forth. Cleat was making that motion like a horse does when it's getting ready to go. Uh, it was something like that. We may need some grass fertilizer as well, too. Is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Do you think the ground screw makes good money? No. I, mean, I think they do. I mean, they do. They have that. They, they do? Be, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking. Are, are they the best of the best? That's okay, what well. I'm wondering because they are the best of the best and they are in charge of a very important stretch of grass. So I think. Like, so I did a tour of the AAA team in, in at the Dell Diamond in, in Austin, Texas. And I got to meet the dude that the head grounds the head guy. Grounds, and, and I think he gets paid a lot because he's the brains of the operation. Right. 
I, all the other dudes, they're just kind of like people that just work for, I don't, for just like the guy on wage. Rudy. Do you think he he yeah he, he Fortune? Ma- I think I think that was his name Fortune. Yeah, I think that he was the. I he think, was the guy. I think that he was the guy, so he probably makes pretty good money. Like the guy in charge of, you know, let's say Fenway Park. Like he the makes guy a, in charge. Well, well, that's all. A majority of the baseball stadiums are real grass. A lot of these football stadiums aren't real anymore. It's all just turf. There's no grounds crew for any of those. But I believe Michigan State, it looked like grass. It looked like real, real grass. Real grass because he messed up for the sure. middle. But the baseball guys get paid more than the football guys because most of the football is artificial turf, this fake stuff made of tires, da 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 uh, a lot of the NFL is real. Okay, I'm. I mean, outdoor like Soldier Field. That's real grass. Lambeau Field, real grass. Mm-hmm. I understand the domes, but I figure they got to get paid a lot of money. I mean, I went on Titans Field. It looks like real grass. I don't think it is. It's like a weird grass that just grows on it that you don't even have to manage. Really? I, th- <laughs> I think it's real grass. No, it's not. I don't know if I've ever been on Titan Stadium. Well, I have during a concert, but they cover it. Yeah, they cover it. I was going to say, dude, they put so a plot. I've never dude, seen that. I stood on it, and it didn't seem like really? Eddie's grass in his yard that he has to mow and water. That's real. Okay? Well, that's it different like some... because we're not going to have sticker burrs and stuff <laughs> on the on Titan's field. Whoa, I got whoa, that. Why are you knocking my grass, <laughs> No, dude? all of us. I don't I'm have saying, sticker burrs I got on my sticker grass. burrs. I got weeds. I got clovers. I got it all. As long as it's green enough. That's bad for the environment. Is you're, it? Weed and feed is? Oh, absolutely. Well, you're killing makes, nature. It makes my yard look good. That's all I care about. But yeah, I just wonder how much they get paid because they, they get, there's a lot of work that there, goes into that. There's geniuses for the baseball side of things that are total. They took college courses to learn all about the grass and stuff like that because it's more difficult with the baseball At stadiums. what age but, do you decide, you know what, my goal is to be a professional grounds crew person for If you've whatever. got a lawn care business and you're like, man, I'm good at this, what's the next step? grounds crew or you just kind of fall into it like my cousin was a groundskeeper like my my cousin's cousin was a groundskeeper my dad's friend was a groundskeeper whatever you just fall into it and you just like you needed help one day i helped him out i was really good at it next thing you know i'm running the whole field and you know at a football stadium they don't mow different patterns baseball different patterns yes how do they do that that is so cool sometimes like when they like for the world series i hope they put like world series in fenway park like out in the outfield that's awesome that's dirty but there's an angle to football fields like there's you know there's like a slope that goes downwards like it's not leveled it's not even even right down the you know like flat what yeah i mean football fields they have a little arch to them are you drunk no they really do yeah they really really do like, so they run off well i guess if, i don't know what that's for but it I, does. I, I don't know who told you this coach i've stood on them like and one of your feet on which was, one and was on level with the other one no, you just see it kind of slant over over to the edge. On which the field middle. did you stand? I've stood on oh at a floor, where Florida State plays. I played frisbee on that field. Okay. Um, um, I mean, pfft. Sam Houston State, where I went to school. <laughs> okay, I hear I mean, that maybe just a centimeter so that it drains uh, off a little bit. Dar- a Daryl K. What I'm in a what's it called in, 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 te- Austin? in Austin? And you're saying it's a noticeable slope. You can see it, yeah. It slips so to the right. So why have we never had any NFL player or college player, anybody, say, hey, the field was a little sloped. That's why I tripped and fell. No, I'm not used anyone to... trips on it. It's not where it's like a So you're telling hill. me it's a slope. I mean, I understand there has to be some way for it to drain. I just don't That's know. That's probably why, Coach. I don't know. I, I don't know the dynamics or whatever you call them of if it's sloped, like a, a hill or not. I understand like a high school field but because it's The fact it's not, that he's telling me it's noticeable and then you're telling me when you run you can't notice it? Like football if, fields on Wikipedia says should have at least a 1% to 2% slope. Okay, Coach. And never should be flat. All right. 
That's interesting because you can't, like, looking at it on TV. And, and, and it's called a crown. The hey. middle of the field is called a crown. Are you going to tell me an NBA court is a hill now? The point of me saying all this is to say is to say that the football fields aren't that easy to, they're not that hard to, I guess they're not that easy to maintain. Like, you got to maintain that slope. If they all have that slope, you've got to make sure okay. that slope always exists. Listen. I did maintenance and all that crap at Texas State, and I was on the football field all the time. You were a groundskeeper? No, but I did stadium maintenance. We hung up flags. We got all You stuff. picked up popcorn. Yes, before I was a public address announcer. So when <laughs> oh I was coming God. up through the ranks, and I'm telling you right now, there were never grounds crew people on the field because the field ran itself. It was painted. It was like crushed up tires, and it, that was it. it was wow. Nothing. Guys, listen to this. A properly designed grass football field does not lie perfectly flat. Okay. <laughs> That is so interesting. Telling like you guys, I said, I've it's never. It's to avoid ponding. Yeah, I, I, I get why it is. I just, I, I wonder how noticeable it is if you're standing on it. I don't think I've ever stood. Guys, I played football in high school. I mean, no, a high school is so different than a real legit field. I want a player to complain and say, "Hey, when I was running that route, oh, it was, was a little slope. It was a little bit of a right. slope." And then I would agree with no, you. No, because they've been running on slopes their whole life. Properly designed football fields have slopes. All right. Most of these people, that. listen, where you come from, high schools, they don't usually have properly sloped uh, fields. It's just like a big old piece of grass and you just play and then you dominate and you go to these colleges and you can't I bet you can't even notice but you say you notice when you look at it when you're standing on the field you can see it if you look down the field you can see the slope yeah Man, I've never stood on a field. So, like, when I was on a field and I'm looking at the cheerleaders, looking at the college kids, you're looking all drunk, at the wrong thing. You go, were looking at the slope. So go, go. <laughs> okay, go, go to the middle of the field. Like, if you're on sideline, go behind the okay, field okay, goalposts okay. and look down the field. Go I'm gonna have to it. do that. Coach, I'm gonna have to try to get on a field and when look. I get field passes for the Titans games. It's always preseason, and you can't go on the field. You're on the sideline. I will never be able to go to the center you of the field. You can see it from the sideline. Go behind the goalpost. You can't go behind the goalpost. Oh, you can't? No. It's like one side. They corner you. You can, unless you have straight up connections, you're never going to be on the middle of the field unless you're singing the anthem. I'm just teaching you guys a little something on this Monday morning. So ask an anthem singer because they probably know the slope. <laughs> wow. That yeah. is, I mean, you learn something new. I've never really been on the field. I guess I've never been on the field see, very much. That's why I'm on this show, not to watch the fight. No, you are supposed oh. to watch the fight Dude, so you can have a opinion. Props on knowing your angle. Hey, you guys ever know that there's a slope on there's the football the field? Slope. Dang, dude, you brought your that's your side right there. That's your angle. Guys, I played football. <laughs> we understand that. But <laughs> but how nice was your football field when you played? It's pretty nice. We're five A. You know, we're oh, yeah, that's I mean, pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty nice. Okay. We had one stadium for three schools, so they had to make it pretty nice. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. That's how we kind of did it. It was a community thing, like where you play it. One field, yeah. Like, oh, you, really? You didn't house play park. Yeah, you didn't play at your high school. Wait, where'd you play? Did you play at House Park? House Park or uh, the one over there by Reagan? Uh, there was in uh, down south off of. That's terrible. I bet they didn't have good fan attendance. Always different well, it's stadiums. A, it, it's a town. I mean, you dude, can what drive are you talking it. about? It's Friday night. Of course, they have good attendance. It's right. a ten minute, but it's drive. always a different stadium, man. What if you didn't get the memo and you go to the wrong stadium? <laughs> oh. We used to do that. We used to have to ask and be like, "What stadium is it tonight?" Like, "Oh, okay." Oh, cool. dude, are you kidding me? When with baseball, there was always different baseball fields in town. Right. My dad would go to the wrong baseball field. And we're just like, "Dad, are you sure this is where we're <laughs> supposed to play?" And then we had to drive across town to the other team or other side of the state. Coach or, you know. Lunchbox, does your high school have a real stadium now? That's no. theirs still. No, they share. Yeah, they share. It's just a it's a school district thing, I guess. Is you share with the district. We're not one of those ones that build an eight million dollar stadium at our high school, which I think is absolutely nuts. Like we talk about, we can't pay teachers more, we can't afford books, but they build these fifteen million dollar football stadiums, and they're pretty sweet. Too. They are awesome. They're great. Like, like who are you referring to? 
Texas? Like yeah, Westlake? in Texas. No, I don't even think Westlake. Westlake plays at the no. UT Stadium. No, they have their One own. of their games. They have their own stadium. I know. But theirs isn't like a... <laughs> One of their games. Oh, my God. They do. I went to it. Lake Travis, wait, Westlake. What, what are some at, of the ones you're talking about? Like $15 million. Up by Dallas. Highland no, Park. No, they built one on, on Palmer Lane uh, up north that the, I don't know what school district uses it, but it's a big old stadium. Yeah, it was in really? Texas, there's million dollar football stadiums. Yeah, I think somewhere outside of Dallas, they built one that was like $5 million and then there was a crack in the foundation. They had to redo it. Hmm. So I wonder why, how they can afford that. Is it just rich districts or risk? Uh, boosters and yeah. rich. You and vo- just, I think you vote on there's it. There's voting. And people get taxed more and all that stuff. It all goes into it. Wow. Coach, money. There's so much money in that in Texas that it all just go. They want football stadiums. Now, football is king in the state yeah, of Texas. No, I, I and that. can't pay the teachers, but we got to build those football stadiums. It's amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, it's screw not, education, no. dude. I've been <laughs> football is awesome. I, I had a, when I was in college, I had an internship at one of the TV stations, and on Friday night, we go to all the football stadiums in the state. I mean, there's some dope football stadiums. Yeah, yeah. we went to some real cool ones, and but they play at the Alamo Dome. Some of the teams will play, you know, there at the Dome. Some play at UT Stadium. Yeah, but the ones that well, have yeah, their, usually for the playoffs. Yeah, or sometimes the big, they do, or a big. There would be a regular game. season game there. Yeah, I guess we our high my high school Anderson we played at a Burger Center against Reagan in basketball. Uh, Burger's one, one that's that's uh, it, it, it it's huge. A few thousand people for basketball because we had uh, Chris Clack and William Stringfellow, and they had one guy Chico Vasquez. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude, and Chico. He could play, man. Continue. They <laughs> sold out. I mean, it was jam- I've never. It was so awesome for a high school game. Like, because they all three got Division One scholarships, so it was good basketball. Are they playing NBA or no? They never made no, it. No, they never. Made it. Chris Clark made it for a little bit. Hey, fun fact about Burger Stadium: If you ever watched the movie Days and Confused, that's where they do the fifty-yard line, man. Yeah, all yeah right, smoking right, joint right, on the fifty-yard right. line, man. <laughs> yeah, marijuana on one, reefer on two. Mm. Yeah, dude, right there on that fifty-yard line. That's Dang. where he shot it. Burger Ooh. Stadium. Hey, and so for the lock though, back to NFL and stuff. Lunch has got to hit his lock, and then that means we all hit our lock. Oh. But yours is tonight. Yeah. You need what? Giants, Giants. plus four and a half. That's right. Let's go. That's yeah. a risky one. See, that's those, a those real are the ones that one. you win money on. That's but, a risky one. But guess one. what? You start the game winning. And then you know you go in. They're plus four. Everyone thinks Atlanta is going to just kill the Giants because the Giants suck. And then what's the announcer going to say at the end of the game? Never no one saw that to one see coming. That one coming. Wow. The Giants really pulled that one off. We saw a Giants night that we've never seen, and then you make money. That's how it works. It's, if it was that easy, it'd be great. Well, I'm, it's just picking that game is tough, but, I mean, there's really, going to be three I, or four games a week like that. Can Tell I be me. honest? I wish I'd have stuck with the Colts. Oh, boy. They yeah. rolled, didn't they? Uh, yeah, because I told you they, that guy, you Derek did. Anderson, was homeless uh, like eight days ago, and then they pick him out, and they finally give him a home, and they put him in the game. And But you weren't being serious. Like He really wasn't homeless like on the street. No, he was homeless. Like he had no team, no nothing. No, but he, he not, didn't have a he locker had a home. I, I don't know. I hey, think he's living out of his car. Are we like, talking talking to Pitts or what? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you his number. I'm kind of. Do you understand how it transitions? We're just kind of talking, and I'm gonna start talking about the we've NFL. Tried, we, dude, we've been trying to do this for so long. These transitions aren't working. The, the, like I, maybe maybe we need more order, like or what, or that's just the way the show. I like it. I if think we that's have the way the order, show I'm out. Like, if we have these prerequisites that we have to do every show, that's going to be annoying. Then we need to stop with the trying to transition. Because the whole, like, speaking of, like, it's just, I think we're trying to keep an order where really. Speaking of trying, did you see the field goal kicker try (laughs) the field goal? He tried to get it and he missed it. You know what I mean? No, I don't. So you just want to go, 
Next topic? Yeah. No, or, that sounds it, terrible. Or next topic, <laughs> or we can just, if we talk about it, we do. If we don't, we don't. We'll talk about it tomorrow. That's the freedom of doing this podcast. Well, right. I didn't say we had to hit everything that we said we we're going to no, hit. No, I know, but you got lunch. Uh, Ray was like, hey, should we call Pitts? And you're like, well, hold on. I was trying to get there. Well, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was transitioning. I was talking about the NFL, and then I was going to say, oh, you know, the Chiefs game. We had a buddy that was there. So Ray should probably just not ask you. We're going to get to Pitts. So Ray probably just shouldn't ask. I sped it up too much. I should have waited until it came to us. <laughs> this is this is how we are though. Behind the scenes. This is we just do it how we feel like we should do it. Speaking of behind the scenes, are did we are we getting a sponsorship? Wait, is well, that a transition or how did you do that? Just speaking did of it, yeah, it flows. We we got email that we may have our They're, first sponsor. Yeah! Yeah, I don't we know. We don't that, know yet, though. No, nothing signed. We have not been. We've not had any meetings or anything. We just got an email, so I'm re- ready to go in that boardroom and talk it out. But I will say that I am like happy with the first product that we're going to endorse if we do endorse it. Yeah, if we do endorse it, I mean, I cannot wait. And I mean, they're going to send us. They better send us samples. Yeah. Oh, they will. And the lifetime supply, I believe, is Should what we they just said. say what it is. Nope. Not nope. even just, no, just the kind nope. of what? No. Nope. Even if, no. But no. can I do a hint? No. No. It, uh, no. No. It has to do no. with. It, oh, and, can I do it? Eric, rhymes with? Hold no. On. The two on this phone doesn't work. Oh, so we can't call them? The problem, like yesterday, can I talk about bad beats yesterday in the NFL? Eddie was upset. He hits me up last night. Why didn't the Chiefs kick the field goal? Yeah. I mean, it was a two point game, the spread was right there. This is what got me. This is what got me. It's a two point, two more points, and they will cover the 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 over, right? It's it's a. I think the over was fifty seven. Fifty seven was the over under. Necessary and to dial a one when calling this number. A field goal. Hey, will you lower that, Ray, while we're doing this? <laughs> the the field goal would have gotten the over on that, right? And so they're at the two yard line. The Chiefs are at the two yard line. One more score, or even a field goal, whatever would push them over, and Daddy would have won another parlay, right? So, instead of kicking a field goal, getting the three points, they're looking at their playbook, and Al Michaels goes, oh, trying to figure out the math on this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people are looking at 57 right now, 56 and a half to be exact. <laughs> I mean, he's saying on national television that the that the over-under is 60. Okay. All right. Speaking of the Chiefs game last night, <laughs> I Heart Big Pits was there in attendance to watch the Bengals Chiefs. And now, live from Arrowhead Stadium, standing, he slept in the parking lot. We got Pitts on the phone. Pitts, welcome Pitts to the Star Loser. Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Uh, so, Guys, what a night. So tell me, uh, what is the um, feeling around that stadium? How are people feeling about the Chiefs this year? I think feeling great. Just like I told you the last time, I told you, Box, I said I think they're going to crush them. And you told me I thought, I thought the momentum rode from – the great game they had against New England on a national uh, on a national uh, platform, you know the whole world watching. I think they were just 60 seconds shy of giving the Patriots a home loss, and they you know they were excited to have another four quarters in front of them to be in the home crowd. It was red on red. I mean, it was electric inside. The tailgating atmosphere was fun, and I'll be happy to share some of those videos when I get to see you guys. But it was it was everything Arrowhead is. I mean, it was a big day in Kansas. We're good, we dude. We saw the videos on SportsCenter. Okay, I don't know what they all show. Let me. I, I got. I got some questions for you guys, and I'll take some questions as well. Because oh yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Right we have now? questions for you. What did you uh, when That's you tailgated? You what did you What did you grill out? Uh, grilled out a uh, brats. I mean, I think there was everything: turkey, burger, not just regular grilling stuff. It's such a. 
it's such a big deal at the the tailgates that they like homemade recipes. People bring things. Like I've told you, uh, they, they they gut school buses. You know what I mean? Like old school buses, bring them back to life, and they make them barbecue grilled. It's a big deal to tailgate in Kansas City. If, if if you're not a Chiefs fan and your team ever plays there, it's a welcoming crowd. Uh, I had sat with some Bengals fans that were great. I mean, they were upset. What the hell? Going their way, but. They are not sat with them. I take that back. I was all with you. We walked out with them, and they were good people. They tried to go to a road game a year, so that was their first time. Uh, man, it was just a great night. The weather was great, man. Tyreek Hill got revived. I, it was, you know, Watching him get his chest pumped right in front of me on the sideline was awesome. So that's where we were going to ask, where were your seats, brother? Like, Explain to everybody how close you were and like what, what end zone you were on. All right, if I'm not mistaken, the first touchdown from Tyreek Hill was on the other side of us. He was on the right side when he got the pile on. The second touchdown – was on our side. So we were on the Chiefs sideline. We were I was the, the him getting resuscitated where he did the little annex after that touchdown. Yeah. That was right in front of us. Now in addition to that being right in front of us, the one that he dropped, guys, the ball was coming you know how you you know how you see a play you get to see him on TV, but you don't always get to see the angle and realize the talent that these people have yeah. at that level. And you get to see a play come at you. In other words, like I got to see uh Patrick Mahomes throw the ball and Tyreek Hill, I could see him running, you know, but you get to see him run the route. Like, he wasn't where the ball's going to be yet. Then I realized the ball was coming directly at me. And then I saw Tyreek, and then, like, they both came together, and he dropped it. And I was like, there's no way. Like, that was literally right in front of me. Like, you couldn't ask for better, you know. But, um, fortunately, uh, it was in a game where that ball could be dropped, and we were okay, because that would have been gut-wrenching if that had been a close ball game or a playoff game or something like that. So, you know, very thankful that that was able to happen, and we were kind of laughing off. But then it was neat that, that the touchdown came, I don't know if the player too later, and, and he did the resuscitation thing and ran. The kid's fun to watch. I mean, he's – I don't know if they showed it on TV – Anytime they're punting the ball to him or something, it's always Tyreek, 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 which has to be a rush for him. You know, he's dancing on the field. And it, I was on the opposite side from where they came out of the tunnel. Did they show them, or was that just for us, them coming out and being introduced before the game? No, that's not for us. Well, uh, I think Tyreek did the uh, Ray Lewis. I'd never seen that before. When he came out, you know how Ray Lewis comes out in that awesome dance, you know, you know, whatever. Box knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That. I mean, I, I, I guess that. that's all right. Just come up with your own dance, though. Well, I'd never seen it, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, it might have been a variation. It was neat to see the excitement. It was it was a red-on-red night. You know, I, the, is that our, is that our second or third home game? I don't, I don't know. know. You're the fan. Hey, bro, well, hey brother. I figured out we're 6-1. and one. Do we have uh, with Jacksonville? We had Jacksonville at home. San Francisco. Is that Jacksonville, San Francisco's at home? And then this minute, it was third. Brother, I have a question. Yeah. Well, there was a point where Mahomes kept the ball and he ran for about 15 yards and then – he had to get down because there were three dudes coming at him quick. And the announcer says that I've never heard a whole stadium at the same time say, get down. Did you remember that happening? And were you part of the get down or was Chris Collinsworth <laughs> just full of crap? The get down part, I I, I think it might have been a section by him because I don't remember people yelling get down. I See, really don't. Now, brother, how many beers did you have, brother? Has your now, memory been affected a little bit? How many beers did I have? Yeah, over under 20. Over, <laughs> over under, bro. I, I started drinking the day before. Oh, today's my, oh today's my birthday. Wait, today is your birthday? Today is my 22nd birthday, and it's the morning after guys, Patrick guys, guys, Holmes guys. He's not throws 20, his 22nd touchdown pass. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Pittsburgh. Happy 
happy birthday to you. Now, bro, now brother, let me boy. tell you, brother. Thank let you. me tell you, brother. I had over 20 yeah. beers. I drank for two straight days, brother. I'm brother. I'm pits. Brother, no, you're, not, you're not really 22. Ray, How you old are you? you've been proud, but let me tell you this, because I got one for you, Ray, and I don't know who the guy was in front of you. They were talking sports betting, so I was trying to act like I knew what I was talking about from what I've learned from you guys. Oh, so God. I was, you know, kind of had my shoulders high, and I was trying to listen to this guy. And Hold on, like brother. Right now we have uh, Pitts on live from Arrowhead Stadium. He was at the game last night. He is live from the parking lot. Go ahead, brother. This is Kansas City Sports Talk Radio, 570 AM, 1700. This Chief's in case Radio. people didn't know what we were talking about. Raymond, you may take this bet with you, my friend, because he said, and you would know this, and let me, let me see if I can phrase it the way he said it. If you would have teased the Chiefs winning and and plus 50 point, over 50 points, Every single game, you would have won. This last night when he said he said he teased the game, he bet so he bet the Chiefs to win, and it had to be over fifty points for five hundred bucks, and he won it. So uh, anyway, he said that's been a lock every time. So that might be a fun bet. Maybe nice, nice. Bucks. Well, thank you for giving me the bet after the game that I can't bet well, now he anymore. Said it's happened every game this year, so I'm saying when does consistency become money in Ray's pocketbook? So I'm All thinking right. it might just be something to. The next dark. time I'm gonna bet, I'm gonna listen to a random guy that's been drinking at Arrowhead Stadium and giving me a two-team parlay. Ray, that he's he, just trying to help. You. It wasn't a two-team. He it's won just five hundred a... bucks, bro. Hey, I'm trying to learn from you, and I was trying to spread the love. Hey. Like, I literally wanted to share that with you last night, but it was too late. Pitts, that's a great. That's a great stat. Now, my question as a fan. <laughs> Do you like that you went all the way there for a game like that, or would you rather it be a nail biter that comes down to the last play and the Chiefs win, or because a blowout? It was over by the middle of the second quarter. It was a blowout. Like, are you kind of bored at that point? Bored? Yes. As a football fan, you, if you know what the outcome of a game is going to be, like you said, if it could be a nail biter when you win, of course, that's much more fun. We all know that. Just like that game last week, if you were a Pats fan. That's exciting because there was lots of times when you were holding your breath and thinking, oh, we might lose this. When, you know, da, da, da. So when it goes back and forth and you win, that's obviously more fun. But at the same time, you can take away good from everything because it was a blast because the environment, you're relaxed. Like you go from tense because you're facing possibly a you're going to see them again in the playoffs. I mean, Andy Dalton, elite quarterback. You've got Green, who's just a monster. You know what I'm saying? So you're playing a very, very legit same conference team that we may see again. And so when you shut them down that quick, I mean, let's applaud the defense. And I mean, I mean that in all honesty, just like I talked to you guys a few weeks ago, Andy Reid can do all he wants in the locker room. I mean, on the, on the field, but you can't coach brotherhood. Like you can't coach chemistry. That has to naturally happen or it doesn't. And you see the brother, 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 what? you got 30 seconds. Tell the chiefs how you feel. Like if you were after the post game yesterday, you go in the locker room. What would you tell the chiefs? Go. Guys, I'm proud of you. Let me tell you something. We've got we've got four starters on our defense that are out, and the media wants to mock our defense. Nobody's going to mock any of my players. Know that I love each and every one of you. We're growing like a dynamic team, and we may have an opportunity to host that trophy, kids. Uh, you know, Christmas might be not it might might not be the last gift you get this year. I think we're going to see the Patriots at our house. We're going to see teams again. We have legit boys. I want you to hold hands. We're going to pray like we always do. And we've got something here. We've built this train, and we're going to roll it. So let's put some more coal in the engine, and let's keep on going down the tracks. And I'm going to have to tell you, boys, if you're going to keep bringing me on, I'm going to have to – I can't be a loser. I might. We have to change this to sore winners. <laughs> I mean, brother, the Chiefs, the Chiefs train is rolling. Okay, stop with the train. All right. Okay, we Ladies got you, and brother. gentlemen, that's Brother All Pitts. Right. 
from live from Arrowhead Stadium. Hey, no, he's not at Arrowhead. Are you still at Arrowhead? Yeah, he brother? slept in the parking Absolutely. lot. I'm still in the parking lot. We're waiting for the Coles to go out. All before. right, buddy. Well, hey, have a safe trip back. You know? and, and the Coles to go out. He's sticking with the train analogy. No, I'm here the train no, the train no, no. Coles for the grill right? guy, the barbecue. Goodness, you the guys. The Coles are still hot, brother. Thank oh, my gosh. Hey, brothers, thanks Thank for you. having me on. Choo choo. Choo choo. What's some more Coles? All right, hang up on him. Hang up on him. that train it's rolling around the bend. So everything else from the NFL yesterday, what did you, I mean, Justin Tucker misses his first extra point of his life a game in the NFL and cost him the game. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that, was, that was to go to overtime. His face was great, though. Just like mouth wide open, like what? His eyes were like bugging out of his head. Just happened. Like how did that happen? The Jacksonville Jaguars, oh boy. Oh boy. They in trouble. They in trouble. They in trouble. They in trouble. Uh, it's funny. I remember somebody talked about the Jaguars being absolutely horrible this year, and that was me before the season even started. I said what we'd seen was fool's gold. gold. Say those words with me. Fool's gold. gold. And I was exactly right. They're absolutely horrible. Not real. Not real. That's crazy. They're garbage, man. They, they got absolutely crushed. They, they really do miss Leonard Fournette. But, yeah, but That's it, what it is. Whoa, they don't got a running whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But is that it? Yes, he was yeah. the dominant force last year. And their their left tackle got hurt. And their a star few weeks wide receiver, Marquis Lee. Yes. So there, there you go. So there are three people that we talk about, not just Fournette. But go ahead. And Bortles parties too much in Jacksonville. <laughs> With Fournette, their their whole thing is they need a workhorse back because they want to run the ball to set up the pass. Without that, you're depending on Blake Bortles more which is harder for them to run their offense. They need Fournette who can take a pounding and get 25, 30 carries a game where they can ball control, control the clock, limit the possessions, and let the defense go to work. Yeah, at the but big man, dogs eat. Blake, Blake Borders got benched. I mean, what else happened yesterday that was just – I mean, the Eagles. I don't know what's wrong with the Eagles. Uh, the Bears and the Patriots are just good. I don't know. That's all there is to it. They're just so good. What about uh, across the pond, Titans going for two? Oh my What are they gosh. doing? The coach said it's because their two guards were out or something, so he didn't really have that much confidence in him. Just thought he'd randomly hope for a miracle. And but, they, they weren't even close. The guy didn't even get his hand on the ball. I, I don't understand. Do you like, realize the two-point conversion and it was a penalty? You, that pass was like a three-yard pass, and the receiver didn't even get a hand on it. They like, had that all is a the momentum. Play. They had all the momentum in the world. They came back from however many down to tie it up if they kicked the extra point. They have the momentum going into overtime. So for him to say the guards are out, and he, that's just crazy. Like, you get the ball, you go down and score just like you've been doing. Right. I don't know. I thought it was a terrible call. Dude, the terrible. play calls always on the two-point conversion are terrible. No, not even the play call. The the call to go for it, oh, I thought yeah. was stupid. Was, dude, when I looked at my stupid. phone, and it said, I was working, I looked at my phone, it said 20-19 to 19 final. I was like, they didn't kick the field goal? I mean, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. You didn't watch the game? It was working, dude. That's a dude. That is a crazy finish, though. That'd be we showed, and they show the Paris fans, the people in London or whatever. They're they're wearing teams. No, listen, they're wearing the clothing of teams that are not playing in the game. I get that means you're a fan of the sport and you're showing your support for America NFL. That's if you are in America and you're wearing the team that's not even playing on the field, a jersey or hat from them. That's just that's a terrible yes, look. If you go to a game and you're wearing a team that is not playing. You look like an idiot, Dude, just so you know. They showed the if crowd, and these people are if, wearing jerseys of players that aren't even playing. If you go to the Lakers and Spurs game tonight and you wear a Clippers jersey, you're loser. a loser. 
If you go to the Lakers and Spurs tonight and you wear a Chicago Bulls jersey, you're a loser. Dude, can we have when we when we do some games over there in London, can we just have a sign outside the stadium? Hey, to show your support, go to a local bar or something like that, but do not wear a jersey into the stadium of a team that isn't playing. It's a bad look and we're broadcasting this in America, so they're going to think you're losers in America. Right. Here's the only problem with that. Here's my theory. I think they hand out that stuff at the gate to make it look like it's popular to make over there. it look like football is popular <laughs> over in london so the nfl is behind <laughs> that so they hand out because every team is represented if you look in the stands every team is represented in london all of a sudden like they have fans of every team over in london which i am not buying for one second so i think the nfl either hands it out at the gate or or whenever they pick up their tickets, or whenever they buy tickets, they mail them a shirt or a jersey with it. Dude, I love that conspiracy theory. Because I have never seen a game with so many different teams' jerseys in my life. And you're going to tell me that only happens in London when the the cameras are on? They... Do that. The he NFL showed this kid, dude. He did wear a Tom Brady jersey. He was like a our age, thirty three year old guy wearing a Tom Brady Brady jersey and a Tom Brady hat. And I'm like, does that dude realize Tom Brady's not playing? That's so embarrassing. Take couple it off. things. Couple things. One, I don't agree with your theory. Two, you're taking the context out of wearing a different jersey to the game of the team that's not playing. Like that's a different context. There, this is the one game they get in their country. No, they're like four. Yeah, there's more coming. They've already had some too. This year? Yeah. Oof, I didn't know that. I thought they only had one or... I didn't even know they had two. Okay, so anyway, but this is their chance to go watch what they like to watch on TV. Other countries do like to watch the NFL, by the way. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a deal. I don't know if it's a huge deal, but they like to watch it. So, to put it in context here, when... Uh, Byron Munich and whatever, Liverpool, play each other in America... You see all Americans wear their stupid jerseys for other teams that aren't playing. Like, you do? Yeah. People wear their jerseys of teams that they don't – because they don't play that's Euro funny. soccer here. Yeah, that's funny. Manchester City came – Man City came over here to America and played in Nashville. I went to the game, and I was wearing a Man City hat. Where did you get that Man City hat? From our friend. She traveled right. over she there. She worked for – I mean, she but was I'm t- promoting that you, game. I would have never worn an article of clothing from a team that wasn't playing exactly. in the game. It, 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 like, that's like going to a – but that's going to the World Series tomorrow night. The uh, Red Sox versus the Dodgers and wearing an Astros hat. No, again, no you know Marlins. You're guy taking will be it there. out of context. If if the game was in another country, if take take um, a, a sport they don't play here, a cricket. If the cricket turn like championship is being played here in America, in New York City, and we're all fans of cricket, we're not going to buy the two, the te- uh, jersey for the teams that are playing. We already have our whatever team jersey, so we're going to wear that because we're fans of the sport, and they never play here. So let's all go. Oh That's God. what they're doing. Thank you for that analogy. That's what they're doing. That brought it all home. I don't Thank think you. I don't think the conspiracy theory of they're handing out jerseys and all that is That's like, an amazing conspiracy no theory, way. Coach. And I've never heard that one, and I love then it. Then why wouldn't they hand out jerseys of the Chargers and the Titans? There were some of those. I know. Why don't they hand them all? Like, no, all right, guys, here's I, I think they did here. hand out. I think they did hand out flags because there would be a section. That's and different. They were all wa- waving okay. San Diego Char- different. Coach, they were all wearing San Diego Chargers flags, and I really did think, okay, they must have handed that out. No way, those people actually are yeah, fans of no the Chargers. No one char- like not that many people traveled from L.A. <laughs> to London to watch that game. Like they don't even they don't even show up in L.A. to watch the Chargers, and now they got a whole section in London. Come on, you're right. It was a little tough to buy. 
it was, I hear it was you weird to see for sure. But but also too, I think they give a, how many of those tickets do you think they give away? A lot. I would say more than half. Oh, you're telling me those people didn't even pay for some I of the tickets? I don't I think so. Because that stadium was full. Packed. Full. Packed. It's, it, it's a Wembley Stadium. This they is a gi- humongous, humongous Dude, they stadium. They give away some of those seats to make it look full. And they have to. <laughs> they have to. I so mean, you know the camera guys, when they're panning, they're like, okay, make sure you go to fans that aren't asleep, that aren't <laughs> chugging their beers. Make sure you go to people that look like they care about the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do think other, other people in other countries, they like football and they watch the NFL. Not that many. And you know what they keep saying? There's going to be a team in London here pretty soon. No. They, they've they're been, talking about the Jaguars. Hold on. They've been saying that because for Because the owner years. of the Jaguars is trying to buy Wembley Stadium. And... The capacity, 90,000. 90,000, dude. And that's so you're going to tell lot. me that many? I don't know if that's football dimensions, but that's the capacity of the Wembley Stadium when I Google Wembley Stadium. That's so, seats. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if they have to take some of those out whenever there's football, but whatever. I cannot. I just do not believe that 90,000 people in London care enough to go to an NFL game of a team that they're not cheering for, and they all have these random jerseys on. You cannot Convince me the NFL is not behind giving out those jerseys and hats and shirts. And I don't know if they have a thing offsite like, hey, this week, come hang out with us in the NFL. And we'll give you a free shirt. Oh, you're going to go to the game? Here you go. You're a Rams fan. Oh, you're going to the game? You're a 49ers fan. Ooh, you're going to the game? Your favorite player is Russell Wilson. Congratulations. Coach, you could be a genius. <laughs> They're like, oh, Russell Wilson. Okay, I'll be a fan of Russell yeah, Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> who is Wilson? Uh, does he, does hey, he, uh, who's your favorite player? Mine says Lynch. <laughs> uh, okay. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, mine says Prescott. Okay, oh, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. That's the Cowboys. Wait, hold on. Look at my jersey. It looks like it has the Eiffel Tower on it, but it it's the Oilers. Oh! oh it oh, says so- something like moon in the back. A Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Mine is a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coach, oh, your theory is God. funny, but ridiculous. Ridiculous, funny, but funny. But spot on. No. Spot no, on. No, no, no. Come no. on. I mean, I like it. I'm laughing so hard at it, and it's funny. The closest I can relate to is when I went to Mexico City to see the Cowboys and the Raiders, like, I don't know, 15 years ago. There was no giving out jerseys. There were a lot of fans in Mexico City that loved football. That loved the Cowboys. A lot of them loved the Cowboys. Exactly. But there were a lot of Raiders jerseys out there, too. Coach, they had it covered. Because a lot of those Mexicans live in L.A., too. That's what I'm saying. Texas and L.A. Mexicans. Lots of Mexicans in those cities. Okay, we get it, Coach. Two franchises that are right there that they, they already have a fan base. London, like, in London, are they really... Really tuning in to see the Chargers in LA? No. Do they care about the San Francisco Fort? No. But they had a plenty of jerseys out there. Yeah, if, anyone, if anyone's listening in like London and knows, I how, have friends that went there and knows like the fan base for NFL football. Like, let us know on Twitter because I'm curious. I'm really curious to see like on Sundays is are the, are the pubs packed? Like, are people I was just watching about to say, these games. Are the games on in London? They are at a bar. They are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. No, we can't say they are. We've never been. We have no idea. Coach, what if they don't even broadcast the NFL Coach, in bars? We, we watch soccer here. There are certain bars here that watch soccer. Yeah, because soccer is in the NFL. Hmm? The NFL is like a major thing. They're so strict with their rules. I bet they're strict that sometimes you can't even – I bet they don't broadcast some of the games over there. Like the Sunday night football game. I bet there's rules. I bet that's not broadcast. I bet maybe a CBS game is broadcast in London. But I have no idea. Sunday I night. Because I, they have different exclusive. channels over there, and right? They don't have CBS exactly. and ABC and ESPN. I don't know. And there's exclusive rights. But I assume rights. it's different networks over there, right? I, I've never yeah. been overseas yeah, B- to watch – the BBC. 
That's the only thing I know of. Yeah, is that, is <laughs> me that... too. British broadcast, so that's maybe, all I may, know. Maybe ABC and CBS are over maybe. in Europe and Fox, so they are able to watch the games, but I just don't buy it. I don't buy that there's that many fans going to the game, wearing their jerseys. It's all set up by the NFL, and it's well done. Because on TV, you're like, man, look at all those football fans. They love they, And they love every team. I mean, there's Jacksonville Jaguar fans. There's, you know, uh, Miami Dolphin fans. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, they're fans and, of their teams. And as a better, it is nice to have an earlier wave of games. <laughs> Boys, I almost thought I was in Vegas for a I second. I had a blast, game, dude. Hey, game starting at 8.30 in the morning. I was like, what is this, Las Vegas? I NFL it. starts there at what, 10? I don't know what time it is. Pacific. I, I have no idea what time it is. In, in, oh, in, in in Vegas, the NFL starts yes. at 10. So that Paris game started at 6.30 in the morning in Vegas. I think it's four out. What's your question Paris. Is? Who went to Paris? No, no, no. In, London. in Vegas, the oh. game in Paris. Who played in Paris? Or London, sorry. It's all the same to me, Coach. <laughs> it's not, though. It's different coach, countries. Coach, I've never been over there, yeah, so it's yeah, all yeah. one. Yeah, I have yeah, no but, idea either. But it's all in books, and you should probably, it's a different country. Okay, Coach, the Italy, the Eiffel Tower, it's all the same That's place like to me. That's like them looking at us and being like, yeah, 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 Costa Rica, like over there. No, that's America. But uh, anyway, anyways, how amazing is that? If you're in Vegas, you wake up at six thirty in the morning, and the NFL game was on. <laughs> uh, who gets up at six thirty in the morning? Me, in Vegas? I would not. From I'd, the clubs, I'd I'm saying it. you're walking in oh, from yeah, the yeah, clubs. Yeah, 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 you're, le- you're, you're going to bed, and the NFL is starting. Like, I'm up a bed on this one. <laughs> you wake up in the morning. What happened to my five hundred dollars? I lost my five hundred dollars. Oh, I bet on the game. I wonder if I won. I won. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I bet. All right. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, World Series. I mean, Dodgers take care of the Brewers. And Puig. Did you see him pimp that home run when he hit his junk? Oh no. Well, no. That <laughs> Machado got on first base and the crowd is booing him. And I mean, I loved it. He grabs his balls. He's like, ah, yeah, eat it, eat it, eat it. Hey, this new generation of baseball players is pretty interesting. I loved it. And then Puig blew it open. You love that he grabbed his balls? No, he acted like he was adjusting his cup. (laughs) Okay. Like after he finished running out the base, but he was really showing the crowd like, no, but then yeah, he, eat this. as he was running around the bases, he did the crotch shot. No, that was Puig. Yeah, he, yeah, Puig. he did the, the <laughs> what's it called? That. Is it, who did that? The wrestler did ha, that. Ha. Yeah, suck it. Yeah, yeah. Right? that's what he did. <laughs> around the bases. Right. Dude, he, you crushed it. Old, like if my grandpa was watching that, like, he, what in the world It's not that? grandpa. Here's the problem. You have a bunch of kids at school right now going, suck it. Why? Because <laughs> they don't know. You know, here's the problem. They don't know what that means, though. No, I kids know. don't. No, Coach, I'm not saying that they know what it means. They're doing it, though. That's what kids do. I love it. They're grabbing their nuts, and teachers like, "Oh my gosh!" And what then we post game gave total disrespect to the other side. Of, you know, like the American League, who's they're playing. Uh, he goes, "I'm so excited to be in the World Series, playing Atlanta, uh, Chicago, whoever we're playing, somebody." Coach, he acted like he didn't even That's know who's great. in the World Series. I love it. That's funny, and he's great. <laughs> he goes, he's he, goes it. he goes, can't wait to play Atlanta. <laughs> and when when he hit that home run, he tossed that bat, and he was just like, "Yeah!" And then he wow. Oh, and that game was over quick. I know. I was sad. They blew them right out. It was nice that the well, Brewers. It, wasn't, it was nice. Brewers won on Friday night to give it a Saturday night game, and then they just blew it out. Gosh, and I and I thought the Brewers had it set up perfectly because they didn't have to use their bullpen on Friday to, to get to Game Seven. So I thought they had it set up perfect, you know. And they jump out and they get that home run from Yelich, and I'm like, oh, here we go, here we. And then, ugh, just bad. So at the beginning of the playoffs, I picked the uh, Astros versus the Brewers. So I did really well in that. And so now I'm going to take... Baseball's tough. Yeah, baseball is tough. So, World Series tomorrow. But tonight, tonight is the night, folks. The Giants at Atlanta. And I'm telling you, take it to the bank. The Giants are plus four and a half. Don't look. make us look bad, dude. We're just depending on you. 
and it'll be a three-way lock. Hey, I'm not worried about making me. I, I you guys make me look bad every day on this podcast. So no, th- you're speaking for yourself. You don't. We don't speak for you. I just argue your points. No, no, no. So that doesn't I, make you look bad. Man, well, that does, makes me may, look bad. As the the leader of the show, it should you're be. You're not the leader of the show. You know more than sports. No, I am the leader of the show. No, coach, we'll let you believe that. Okay, it's fine. okay. Tomorrow you run the show. Okay, fine. You want me to come up with my four things and to ask you guys questions and let you guys rip it? Go ahead. Go ahead. All we'll right, do it. You do it. Great. See, because this is what's frustrating. You say I don't run the show. Who comes? Who brings everything to the table? Coach, I will watch SportsCenter tonight for no, 30 I, minutes. I don't watch SportsCenter. Okay, I will go out at ESPN.com, pick four stories, and let you guys rip, and then we'll take call. We'll bring Pitts in to talk for 15, 20 minutes, and then show over. What's the big deal? You act like no, this no. Is, you act I know like it's, you, you I act know like you it's not a big sports. deal. You act like it's not a big deal, but the biggest fight the, the, the biggest thing that happened in sports this week in the fight, you didn't even see a clip of it. No, I didn't. I'm so sorry. So that's what I'm saying. Like how is that like you say it's not a big deal, but you didn't even watch the biggest thing in sports. I'm so I, I'm so sorry. I will watch ESPN and I promise and I'll watch Sports Center. No, it's just, just it's you say I, I I, you I say will. it's easy, but then you don't do any of okay, them. You don't I'll do, do it anything. tomorrow. If you want me to do it, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll leave the I'll leave the show tomorrow. Or do you want to do it? We're out. Don't be mad. No, I, I, I don't I, be I get, frustrated. I, I do get frustrated because you act like I don't. I, I don't run the show because I, I put everything into but it. But you want to tell everyone like I run the show. It's my show. I run it. It's my show, Coach. You know, all three of us are in this show together. Like you're right. I, you're right. I, I, I you're know. Right. I know that you're the one that knows the most about. No, sports. No, no. It's not about knowing the most. And you are the smartest when it comes to sports, and you're great at it. And we love following your lead because you care about this a lot. I'm just telling you, Coach, just stop it with I run the show. We know it. Okay, you run the show. We got it. Like, just stop with it. We get it. No, you just said I don't. So I said, okay, then you run it. Okay, I'll run it tomorrow. Let's go. I'll bring From now five on, stories. I'll just show up every day and you run it. Okay, I'll bring five stories every, every day. day. Every day, I'll okay. run it. And then I'm going to say I run the show. Great. And then I'll ask the questions, let you guys go on them, and then we're done. All right, I'm out. What, Ray? What? I quit listening 10 minutes Bye. Ago. It's your buzzer. He gets so mad. I don't know why he gets mad. You don't, oh, Mike's back. You don't know why I get mad. <laughs> Lunch pushed his mic away. He now he away. brought the mic back. He's actually walking out of the room, and then he came back. Oh, right, guys. Hit the buzzer. Headphones are on the ground. Hit the buzzer. Wait. Computer in his hand. Hit the buzzer. Grabbed his cell phone. It's in his pocket. Jacket. And he's out the door. Ah.